it's Samantha. And Maria. And we're the Clarity Co. Here to help the driven build their dreams. This podcast will help you gain clarity in your business, show up authentically, and scale with confidence. Our community exists to support you holistically. Because you're more than just a brand. You're a whole person. Here to make an impact on the world. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome back to the Clarity Co. Podcast. I am here with Maria, of course, and today we've also got a very special guest, one of our favorite people, Courtney Flory. And you guys probably, she's a student of mine, one of my very best friends and um, a consistent mentor or a mentee of mine um, on a daily basis with my uh, VIP membership inside of uh, the Samantha Harris Collective. So I am so excited to bring her on because today we're talking about consistency. And Maria and I were planning the year and we were thinking, okay, what guests can we have for which topics? And Maria was like, well, we have to bring Courtney back on. And <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of what you're going to hear this month is not only about things like goal setting and consistency, but also like keeping your space clean. So Courtney happens to be a decluttering coach. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about what consistency has looked like in her business, uh, but also like how clutter plays a role in consistency in your life and business. Um, so Courtney, I would love for you to tell them a little bit more about yourself, your business, and kind of like maybe a little bit about your backstory. Yeah, so I am a wife. I'm a mom to a baby boy coming in February. Um, and I, like you said, am a decluttering coach. So I help busy women declutter really their whole lives from their homes to their schedules to everything in between. Um, and a little bit of my backstory when I started Declutter and Dwell, um, like three and a half years ago, um, I started it while I was working as a nanny. Um, and living in a tiny house. So I kind of combined the experiences that I had from both of those situations um, to build the business that I have today. Yes. And I've always like harped on this background for her. Like, I think being a nanny is such a great third party role to be honest in helping moms declutter. And I've always told her that I'm like, because you weren't in it with the feelings, but you were in it every day with them and having to live through it with them, it gives you such a great perspective to be able to build out a program and or a, you know, just a mentorship for them to help them work through that. Because before she even started her business, she was helping people declutter. She just didn't really like know that. <laughs> or she wasn't like marketing it, right? She was doing it on a daily basis, but she wasn't marketing it. So like I mentioned, the reason that I chose Courtney for this topic is because we want to talk about consistency and how consistency can really change your whole life and your whole business. And you guys know, I'm a big fan of the ideal schedule. I'm a big fan of your daily routines. Um, if you have not done that, go back and listen to those episodes because having those things mapped out for yourself is so important. And it's not about checking off all the boxes every single day and having it be a perfect like list. It's about making progress and making changes in your life and how consistency and consistently showing up for whatever these goals are that you've created or for yourself in general is really going to move the needle for you. If you want to make any changes in your life, 
It's all about consistent small steps, right? I think the same goes for our businesses. The same goes for decluttering. If you like jump into, okay, so I want to declutter my house. You got to do that one little room at a time, one space at a time, right? If you think about, okay, my house is this giant mess. I'm a hoarder, you know, whatever it is, uh, that's just going to be overwhelming and you, you're going to quit. Right. And I think the same goes for your business. And so Courtney and I are always, always talking about marketing and changing things up and trying different things. Cause that's really what marketing is all about. Right. Is always just a test, a test pool for our latest ideas. And, um, our latest hacks, I guess. But um, consistently, Courtney, can you tell me a little bit about what consistency has looked like in your business? Yes. So first thing that comes to mind is showing up even when I don't feel like it. And I'm sure this is something that we can all relate to at some point. You know, we're not always going to feel on all of the time. You know, we're like we want, we're ready to get on video or launch the membership or, you know, whatever it is. But I have learned that that really has um, played a huge role in, you know, helping me to achieve certain things that I've wanted to achieve is because I've showed up. And, um, you know, there have been times when I've let my emotions get in the way and, you know, I've had to message Sam and be like, okay, I'm not feeling it. You know, what do I do? And she's like, okay, you know, take a day and then show up the next day. Right. Because if, if you're not showing up consistently as we, you've probably heard this before, you know, your, your audience isn't hearing from you. There's so many things. And Sam has taught me this, you know, there's so many other things that are asking for the attention of really everybody. I mean, even think about you and your own life and all the ads you get and emails and everything, right. It's so easy to forget about, um, just to forget about things. And I know if I am not in my client or member or potential client's ear all of the time, chances are they'll probably forget. And so it kind of feels for me, it it doesn't even feel like a choice. Like, hmm, I'm going to decide if I'm going to show up today or not. It's like, it's not, and it's not, it's not something that I have to do either. I don't see it like, okay, you know, I have to go post I think by now, um, over the years of learning what consistently consistency looks like for me, it's kind of like just something that I have to do. It's just something that every day, okay, what, you know, am I sending out this email or am I showing up on social? Um, because I know and have seen how important it is. Right. And we know, you know, I've said this so many times, I'm going to be a broken record with this, but nowadays post pandemic, People need to see things an average of 20 times before they make their decision. And so, you know, sometimes I'll get a a frustrated message from Courtney and she's like, oh, nobody signed up for the thing yet and whatever the thing is. And I'll, I'll ask these questions that I know the answers to, and it's probably frustrating for her, but I'm like, how many days (laughs) has it been? Okay. Three days. How many emails have you sent out? One. Okay. One email, three days. Hmm. How many things have they seen in three days besides your thing? Okay. Have you, have you done any stories about it? You did one day of stories. Okay. Uh, 20 minus two is 18. So you still have 18 touches to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, and that's the consistency, right? And so another conversation that Courtney and I have a lot is about planting seeds and how nothing is ever wasted. And I think that all comes back to consistency too. And Courtney is for background, Courtney is an Enneagram four wing three. So she feels a lot of feels and, uh, she also has big ambitions. And so those two things together, honestly, in my opinion, I love a four wing three. I think they're my very, very favorite entrepreneur to work with because their heart is so big and because they put so much of themselves into it. They can match my energy when it comes to like, I'm showing up for you and they're showing up for themselves and it just becomes this beautiful thing. So when they can be consistent and get over their emotions with it and realize, okay, there, there is some strategy here at play that has to happen in order for me to get to my desired outcome. Um, we have this conversation all the time where, uh, you know, something will happen. She'll say, oh, only got, you know, I, I did all this work and only got 10 new followers. Right. And I'm like, well, 10 new followers, that is potentially XYZ amount of dollars, or that is potentially this many new clients, right? That mm -hmm. is potentially um, a connection to someone who can be the catalyst for you making your next hundred thousand dollars, right? I will tell you, like, I, I think I've told you guys this story before where I, I don't turn down an opportunity. Now, some people might think that that's crazy because, you know, I make a certain level of income. Why would I do these like free speaking gigs? Sometimes at places that seem to make no sense, but you know, I have this kind of, uh, feeling or belief, I guess that if I'm called to somewhere, it's for a reason. And it may not always be for my benefit. It may be that the person in that room, whether they could pay me or not right now, or whether they're my ideal client, they needed to hear what I had to say. And that's part of my job here on this earth, right? Is not just to do things that are going to benefit me, but are going to benefit the people in that room. Because I know when I show up, things show up for me. The things that I have worked so hard for are going to happen because I'm constantly planting seeds. So there was this time where I was invited to speak earlier on in my business, probably maybe six months in, I was invited to speak at this like community business group where none of these people really had a whole lot of business to speak of. Uh, most of them were just kind of dabbling. A lot of them were like older retired people. And so I was going to this group to speak to them about Instagram. None of them seemed to be <laughs> excited about it. Um, a couple of them were excited about it, but you knew like they weren't going to carry it through. But, you know, I was happy to be there. No, I did not get paid to do it. But um, I knew that there was something that was going to happen from that room, whether it was something I was going to benefit from, something someone there was going to be benefit from or mutually, you know, exclusive. So I probably, I, I met two women at that group, happened to be my age, both of them, uh, which was weird because we were the three of us by far the youngest in the room by at least 20 years. Um, and these two women were probably the only two women with legitimate businesses in the room. Um, and they came to me separately within a month or so of me doing this presentation. Both of them separately became retainer clients. And I probably have earned over the years at least $50,000 just from those two people. So that's why saying yes and staying consistent in, 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 your, in your answers to things is important. But going back to like the planting seed thing, that's, that's where that is. Nothing is ever wasted. Right. Even though I was showing up for something that maybe, I mean, I had all the time in the world. I had just quit my job. <laughs> I didn't have any lack of time. And so 
you know, we all have, we all have three measures of payment, right? We have time, talent, and treasure. And at the time I had lots of time. And so I gave it up and it, and it really paid off. So planting seeds is definitely something you guys want to think about going into this new year, especially because I think people are going to be a little bit more, um, acquainted with their dollars, <laughs> I guess is the right word. They might hold on to them a little tighter than they used to. Uh, so making sure that you're you're planting that seed, sharing how valuable you are, and showing up for other people to build that trust, it's always going to pay off, even if it's not an immediate payoff. Um, Maria, did you have anything to add about what consistency can look like in business? Yes, I did. Uh, thank you for asking. So <laughs> I... Um, I just like read this thing the other day and I was like, man, this would be so great to tell people about, especially if they're trying to be more consistent. And one of the things it's called stacking and yes. I don't know, have, you've heard of it, right? Habit stacking is what I've heard of. Same yeah. thing, right? Yep. Yep. So, like, it's the exact same thing. And so like, if you, it, it talks about like, oh, if you want to, um, you know, something that you already do, right? Like you already brush your teeth. So then if you are like, I want to get better skin, you attach um, like a skincare routine to your already consistent habit of brushing your teeth. So it's just kind of that. So like, you know, if one of your things is like, oh, I need to do an Insta story, um, or I want to do stories like more consistently. And one of the things you always do on Instagram is you post at, you know, on, at, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you post a po like a static post or whatever. So then you would just add, um, a little story every time you do that. Right. So you're just like stacking a habit and then that just helps you be more and more consistent instead of the like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to do stories and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But like, you don't, when you attach it to something that you already habitually do, it makes it so easy. Like for me, like, um, I'll like be like, Oh, I'm going to stack, um, a, a 15 minute walk onto my workout. Right. Cause like I already, I already work out. And if I add like, you know, 15 minutes walking, then, you know, that's an easy thing to add the, a time I've already like set aside for myself. So, um, I would say like, if you have, the ability, or if you can think of ways that you can habit stack, it'll help you to become more consistent, not just in your business, but in your, in your life in general. So I love that. I my little hack, my hack right there. If you had, if you haven't heard of it already, have you tried it yet? Have you decided on one that you're going to use? No, I haven't actually. I'm thinking about what, what do I want to do? <laughs> I know, right? But, um, what I've actually heard is that habit stacking is like, I, definitely the game changer for anyone, but especially people who have ADHD or have trouble focusing. Mm. Um, because yeah, a lot of people like people who are Enneagram sevens and Courtney's going to laugh because, uh, you know, I have a, a whole thing with Enneagram sevens. Um, <laughs> they're very attracted to me, but they drive me insane. Um, so Enneagram sevens, they'll like have all these things they want to do. Right. And same with people with ADHD, right? Like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, okay, are these smart goals are these things that are actually going to happen how are you going to make them happen right and i think habit stacking is the hack like that is especially for those type of people like 
if they already have habits, adding others to them to help them move the needle is like the best way to move the needle. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And then Courtney, you wanted to add something, right? Yeah, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I also wanted to speak into having a plan for my membership has really helped me to be consistent. Um, And for those of you who are either, you know, in the building stages or maybe you're thinking about it or you have one. um, And this is something Sam has taught me, you know, having a monthly structure where there is consistency in that way because we know, okay, you know, and I know and my members know the first class of the month, we're doing our master class, you know, and then the week after that, it's our guest expert. And that has really helped me um, to just know what's coming up and know what's ahead. And then to be able to plan both the content inside of the membership, but then also the content that I'm sending out in emails and on social media. And then it also helps my members to know what's coming up versus like, well, I don't know what's coming. Like, I don't know if I want to stick around, you know, because I don't really know what's going to come, but they know, okay, next month we're talking about this. Here are the classes. Um, and something that I like to do is, you know, I have these every month, we'll have a different topic that we focus on, um, whether it's decluttering your kitchen or decluttering your calendar, you know, we'll talk about that usually like in the fall, um, simplifying the holidays, like we're talking about this month. And I can kind of tease some of that content on social media. So I'm not giving away everything that they're getting in the membership, but I can share, Hey, this is what we're talking about. You know, here's maybe one tip. If you want to learn more, join the membership. And I know that has also helped me a ton, um, when it comes to consistency, um, even just, you know, like on social media and through my email list too. Yes. I love that. And I, I kind of call that either like a Costco sample, which if you've worked with me, you've heard that term before. And uh, we know that like, if we get a little bit of something, it can set us up for wanting to buy the whole box, right? If you ever been to Costco and you're, you've been a victim of the samples. (laughs) Hey, my parents are sample people. You know, I remember those days where my parents would take all seven of us kids to Costco and be like, go eat. (laughs) Uh, They legally can't say no. Like if you've had one and you're like, oh, I feel bad. They legally, well, not, I don't know if it's legally, but like they are told, like if somebody wants seven and you have seven, let them have seven. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We, yeah. Costco was definitely like probably a monthly adventure for us where we would like get our appetizers at all this, the sample tables, and then we'd get lunch at the the hot dog stand. So, um, that was, you know, quite the memory Costco cheapest place to eat, uh, in the world. I remember actually, um, when we were young, one of my friends came to visit us in San Diego and I was, you know, my whole thing when I travel is like, I'm on a foodcation and, um, Courtney has firsthand experience how frustrating that was for me in Texas. Um, (laughs) Her face right now. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is like, I want to experience like all these foods, right? I'm there to be adventurous in the, in the way of food. And um, my girlfriend came to visit and she was like, oh yeah, I just planned on like sleeping on your couch and eating at Costco every day. (laughs) I was like, who plans to eat at Costco on their vacation? That's hilarious. And she's like, well, it's like the cheapest thing. And I'm like, I guess you're right. (laughs) So budget hack for vacation, just make sure they have a Costco and you're set to go. (laughs) 
That's awesome. Maybe that's in our last episode, we were talking about the price of going to Disneyland for a family of four. Maybe that's the hack, Maria. Make sure that you know where the Costco is in Anaheim, Garden Grove, wherever, and uh, make a beeline for Costco during mealtimes. Um, anyway, all that being said, I think creating a content tree, uh, where, you know, your topic of the month is, is at the center there. And then everything kind of branches off from there. Like Courtney was talking about is really, really the way to move the needle when it comes to creating consistency, not only from your membership into, or your business as a whole into your social media and your marketing, but it's honestly the only way, like if you're doing things like ad hoc, just like, oh, today, like I've, this, this week in, in the membership, we're talking about this. So I've got to make some content related to this today. No, having it planned out and figured out beforehand, like Courtney had mentioned, she doesn't always feel like doing it, right? If she already had it done, because on the day that she did feel like doing it, she created all that content she's going to be so much better off. And two weeks later, Courtney is going to thank her big time. Um, Speaking of, she just sent me like a screenshot a couple days ago of like probably 12 reels that she created all at once. Did a great job with changing her shirt and changing her hair, (laughs) but she recorded them all in one day. And it's like, she was like, oh yeah, I feel so good about this. It's all finished for the rest of the year. And I'm like, I bet you there is no other feeling that compares to that. That is an incredible feeling, right? Um, So a big consistency hack is planning your content and batching your content, right? Um, So next question for you, Courtney, how does decluttering, since you are a decluttering expert, play a role in staying consistent throughout the year? Um, And how does that differ from life and business? Yes. So something that I say all of the time, I mean, chances are, if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me say it before. Um, My clients, I mean, they hear it all the time. I tell them it's a process and, you know, it sounds so cliche. And I mean, this could even be, I mean, this is relevant to really anything in life. I mean, all, you know, everything in life is a process, but it's so important to have that mindset when you're decluttering, because often so many people go into it thinking I have to, you know, bolt out of the gates and do it all at once. I have to do it all today or by this weekend or by the end of the month. And it really just sets them up for failure. And, you know, as I'm talking, I'm talking about decluttering, but I'm also thinking about business and how often we do this too, whether, you know, you're launching a membership or you're starting something new or you're starting a business or even just, you know, planning for a launch. And you're thinking, I have to, you know, like we have to do it all today. Otherwise, you know, it's just not going to happen. And I've tried to do this so many times and have realized that's just not the way to go. And it never works out in my favor. So back to decluttering as you are, you know, let's say you're getting ready to purge, you're feeling overwhelmed and just trying to figure out the best place to start. This is something I hear often. Where the heck do I even start? No, I want you to know going into it, that this is something that you chip away at little by little. And, you know, the reason that I have been successful in keeping my home simple now, hear me when I say simplified, not perfectly clean or organized or clean all the time, because that's certainly not the case, but simple to where it's manageable and it's not overwhelming. The reason I've been successful with that is because I do a little bit here, a little bit there, and I'm consistent with the decluttering as I'm seeing stuff coming into my house, whether it's mail, whether it's, um, 
you know, stuff that Stephen brings home from work, whether it's, I mean, whatever it is, we have got to be intentional about making sure things are also going out because things will always be coming inside of our homes. Um, and this is something that I've seen too with my members inside of the Simplicity Society, my most successful members, the ones who have found the most success. Um, and when I say success, I don't mean that, you know, they've decluttered and now they're done and they can sit back and kick their feet up and relax. Again, it's something they have to continue to do. But the reason that they have achieved those things, like I mentioned for myself, is because they know each month they do a little bit and it's not, it, it looks different for everybody. It's not going to be every day. Sometimes it's not even going to be every week. It's whenever they have the time to be able to fit it into their schedule. Um, and I'm sure you can see a lot of correlations here in how this also plays a role um, in business. But that is, that's what I like. That is my number one tip is just, it's all, I would honestly say that decluttering is, I say it's like 80% mindset, 20% of the actual purging because yeah. there's just so much, there's so many emotions, feelings, just so many things that come up during the process that you have to navigate to be able to get to the point of being okay with letting certain things go from your home. Courtney, I have a question for you. Okay. As someone who has both tried running a business without and then with accountability, how important would you say that support and accountability are in consistency as a business owner? It's pretty much the difference between <laughs> being successful and not being successful, honestly. I mean, if we're being if we're being real here, because if I didn't have the support, but then also the accountability. And you need both because you need that person. And for you, I mean, for me, that's you, Sam, mm -hmm. you need that person who's going to be there to encourage you and talk you off the ledge. And, you know, I said this before, but like, uh, nurture and be there for the person like Courtney, the person, but then I also need the accountability, um, for Courtney, the business owner to show up and, you know, do the things I need to do. And, and like I mentioned earlier for you to tell me like, okay, maybe you're not feeling it today, but tomorrow, like let's get back into it. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the plan. I mean, that's been huge for me. Right. And would you say the same goes for your clients? Like you have a membership that provides education, community, and support slash accountability for your decluttering clients. Would you say that that support really is what makes the difference? Yes, because honestly, decluttering is overwhelming. <laughs> Chances are, if you've ever decluttered, I mean, you know that it's it's a lot. It's a lot to dive into, especially if you haven't done it before or if you just have accumulated a lot of things over the years and you just, you know, you're just not sure this, where to start. It, I, I often say that I, like a part of my membership and a part of my brand is that I try to make decluttering enjoyable. And sometimes I laugh or people, or people chuckle. They're like, what, you know, that sounds horrible. Like I would, I don't want, you know, I've been pushing that to the, to the end of my list for so long because it just sounds so boring. And I really try to make it this enjoyable process where I can come in and support them. And, you know, we can have these conversations and 
I will say that I have had members tell me, like they'll message me, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, I actually really like decluttering. I think I'm addicted to it. It's so much fun. So it's possible. Know that it is. Maybe, you know, maybe you're not going to love it right off, you know, right out the gate. But when you have this community of people doing it with you and you have support and you have a friend, you can just talk to throughout the process. It makes it so much better. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to stay consistent, truly consistent when no one's watching. Um, There are some of us who are really, really great at making a commitment to ourselves only and never quitting on ourselves. But then there's others of us who will quit on ourselves any chance we get um, because we just don't value that accountability for ourselves or it's just how our personality is. And I will say I am that person. I will 110% show up for someone else before I'll show up for myself. And that is not healthy, but it is, it is the reality for me. And I've, I've gotten better with that, but I will tell you being consistent is so much easier when I know someone's watching. And, you know, if you're just starting out in business, that doesn't mean you have to hire a business mentor or a coach or a strategist right off the bat. It can mean that you're just posting consistently on Instagram and people are watching. So you've got to show up. Right. And that was, that's what it was for me for a lot of years is I knew that people were watching and I knew I wanted to grow my business. So I stayed consistent on Instagram. It could also be that you need to find a business bestie that is just as committed. And instead of, you know, doling out the money to hire these big name coaches, you guys are staying accountable to to each other because you know you can be consistent when someone's watching, right? And then, you know, once you get to a point where in your business, like Courtney didn't hire me until she was, I think, a year and a half into her business. Um, She was finally ready to take that next step that she didn't know how to do without the support. She did everything she knew how to do up until that point. She was ready to hire someone. And ever since she's never let go of that support. And I want to say that Courtney is one of my very most successful clients, A, because we have a good relationship and we respect each other in that way. Like I know where her boundaries are. She knows what my boundaries are. Um, and we can, I can support her in a way that matches her personality style, but still challenges her. And then I would say that, you know, just never giving up on that support has given her the kind of wherewithal to keep going. Um, there, she, she sent me lots of messages where it's like, I'm not going to quit, but, (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like I've sent those messages many (laughs) times. I feel like if you own a business, you have had to have thought of it at least once. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're not quitting. Like that's a hilarious statement. Um, but how many of us might quit if there isn't someone holding us accountable? You know, um, it's, it's a hard truth to face. And I I see a lot of people do it and it breaks my freaking heart, but I think, you know, consistency and support do go hand in hand. And like I said, your support does not have to cost you money. It can just be your Instagram audience cheering you on. It can just be a business bestie that you've made cheering you on. It can be a membership or it can be some kind of subscription that you are part of. It can be a coach. So there are so many different options for that. Um, yeah, I think, I think we've pretty much hammered out all the details to consistency unless you ladies have anything else to add. No. no? Have we solved all the world's problems? I think, I think we, we have. have. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, we are so excited to have you. And if you're returning, we are so grateful for that. Uh, Whether you're brand new or returning, we would love to hear your feedback on the podcast. So if you could do us a little favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us our favorite five-star review, and tell us a little bit about what you thought. Um, were there any takeaways? Uh, has has there been an, a revelation that you've had listening to this podcast? We would absolutely love to know about it. We would also love for you to share this reel or this episode, the, the reel that goes along with this episode or the link with your audience on social media. Um, your own audience loves to know that you're constantly doing the work to get better. And this may be something that they need to hear too. So we would love for you to share that. Love for you to uh, leave us a review. And we are so grateful that you're here. Happy, happy January. We're right smack dab in the middle of January right now. I hope you guys are still feeling the fire and this gives you the fuel to keep going. So we'll talk to you later. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.